Welcome, crew, to What Are Your Three, a Channel 3 podcast that I am 99.9% sure we are welcoming 2024 in with this particular episode. Uh, we're, we're recording far ahead, so this is like a month out from that, so Ray's kind of confused by that uh, by that concept. No doubt our guest is uh, utterly confused because uh, Ray knows we're recording ahead. Our, our guest does not, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to be the, uh, the first episode of 2024, so... Uh, anyway, a, a podcast, yada, 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 games, all that stuff. And with me as always, Ray. Going on, everybody. Uh, this is good to know for later because I have like three talking points that all have to do with, with things going on this week. So hopefully everyone could, you know, reference back to December 10th. When, whenever you're listening to this one, because I'm definitely referencing things that are happening now. But... Today's show, we have another member of the Channel 3 crew. It is Saturn Rogue. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. How about you guys? We're doing good. And I got to ask you this question right off the bat. I feel like I need to ask this more. Especially it's just going to be part of the sheet. Yeah, it's got to be part yeah, of the sheet. I, gotta start, I have to start asking this more, even though the, you know, there's people that I know already, but not everyone knows. Uh, Saturn Rogue, where does, how does that become a gamer tag for somebody? Yeah, you know what? To be honest with you... Um, I was watching when Star Wars uh, Rogue One came out. I actually liked the title. I was like, Rogue One, that sounds pretty cool. So I took Rogue and I'm like, all right, what would go with Rogue? And I'm like, you know what? I like Saturn. So that's how the title came to be. And I just, it just stuck. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to tell us, and I drive a Saturn. So we have a Saturn Rogue. <laughs> you know what? That would have been better. <laughs> Right, you got to be real careful reaching age groups that uh, don't even know that vehicle type ever existed. That's what I was going to say that car, that, that car is, uh, goes into history books. My my dad had one. We drove it a little, into one of those for a little bit. And you know, um, the irony on that is that I actually learned how to drive a five speed on a Saturn. That was my that was my first car on a five speed manual. Saturn, the Saturns were nice. At least I thought they were nice as a kid. Apparently, you know, obviously they're. They're not really here anymore. I, I, I had a buddy who cool. got into a major accident and swore that was the only thing that kept him alive. That, that car got trashed and yeah, a pretty sturdy vehicle. Yeah. But with, with that, we got some games to talk yeah. about here, Dan, right? Yeah, that's what I got. I'm sure here. I'm like, how do I transition? No, I, I got nothing. So we're just going to we're just going to barrel through the wall. Like just just run through the drywall here. So we're going to talk about your first game here. You got three lined up for us, all of which are. Uh, I guess the first game is is anywhere from uh, 10 years old to one year old. We'll figure out which one it's going to be. But you brought up The Last of Us Part 1 specifically. So I'm going to start off asking, was this uh, a a game that has been out on three generations now between the original release on the 3, the 4, and of course the remake on the 5 and PC? What are are we talking here? Which version? Uh, The the PS5 version. Um I mean, it could be any, honestly, but... Oh, yes, you got got to rebuild the remake from the ground up, yeah. Right, but when the PS5 version came out, uh, I was just excited to play uh, a high-def, current-gen console game, so I'm like, let me try it out. So I loved it. I loved the way they they did the game. It's just spot-on. Yeah, there, there's times where companies will go and they'll like, okay, we're we're remastering, we're gonna we're gonna increase some pixels and polygons and and the like, but they kind of rebuilt this one from the ground up. PS5, it worked out pretty well for PC, had a few hiccups as I understand it, but 
Uh, I do have to check this out. I, I'm, I'm curious. I don't want to. I don't want to have to check it out somewhere else. I'm waiting for this to hit PS Plus, and and let me just check out the uh, the updated graphics as is. But ground ground up rebuild. But the first time you're taking a crack at it, had you done Naughty Dog games before? Had you had any familiarity with the game, or is this just something where it was it was time you had the PlayStation? It felt like a rite of passage. Is that what this was? No, I've actually had this game for the PS3 when it first came out. Um, I've it's been a game that it's dear to me. It's a child game. Um, when I when the PS4 came out and they did a remake or remastered, I mean, uh, to the game for the PS4, I actually had to buy that, and I'm like, oh, I got to try it out on the current gen. To be honest with you, I haven't opened it. It's still sealed. <laughs> um, but you're in a, you're in a safe space for what it's worth. We understand. For sure. <laughs> there are a couple games that I still have sealed. I'm like, I got to get to it at some point. But um, when I ended up getting, when I finally got a PS5, and then when they announced the Last of Us Part One, I'm just like, I, I got to get it. I got, I got to buy. I got to play it on current gen and see how it, how it looks, and just phenomenal. And to, I'm, I'm a little disappointed right now that um, because I have the Part Two for the PS4 that um they just announced the part two for the ps5 version i'm just like uh okay i just beat the game i don't know if i want to replay it again um hey we'll for, ten, for 10 bucks you may as well take another run at it right that's the uh if you right. got it for the for the four i think it's just a ten dollar upgrade so you can yeah. it's it might be worth checking out i'm not sure but uh we'll we'll see well especially with the what they announced that you can change characters so um let's see how that turns out give it a shot so what sticks out for you for this game you you brought out specifically the ps5 uh the remake of it levels characters story what uh what what made this one so we we, you know you asked us like hey what do you when you say three games what do you mean you want three games all the time we said we we never tell anybody we just kind of leave it in the open there that's that's too much effort on our parts to tell somebody a framework for it. We'd rather kind of see where this goes. And it's always interesting to see what ends up as number one. So why did this end up number one for you, especially especially with this being a game that's effectively from this year for you? So I had a hard time picking what games because uh, I, I play so many. And um, it was between this one and actually um, the Walking Dead series, the Telltale series. Um, it's just the story. The story is what would stick with me. I I really got into the story. I felt like part of the story, so I wanted to just follow the journey on these characters, see where they went. And um, when the show came out, you know, I was I needed to buy this game again, replay it again, and just so I can follow the show, make sure everything adapt it was uh, adapted. You know, like. It was spot on. It, 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 I was just attached to this game. Like the story, is just phenomenal to me. Um, it means a lot to me. That's that's the main reason why I picked it. And same thing with The Walking Dead, the series. I, I got attached with some of the characters during the story. The stories, each sequel was different, and I'm just like, oh, okay, what's gonna happen to her? Oh, I, I can't believe they eliminated this character. Oh man, I really got, I like this character, just like you would in the show, you know. So that, that's that's the main reason. Yeah, I guess you do kind of go through The Last of Us, and it feels like the the Walking Dead Telltale series is much more, 
I don't know. You're as a, as I think about it, like no, Walking. I mean, uh, Last of Us does go through, and you're kind of watching a lot of characters. You you quickly get attached to come and go, but Walking Dead that that game just felt a lot more intense because it really, I think it made you a much more active participant in yeah. in those uh, in the demise of a number of characters. So whether uh, whether directly or indirectly, uh, Last of Us was just it was kind of a gut punch every time you had something happen. Oh, for sure, for sure. And, and again, reliving in the show. Then, did you watch the show? Did you save it for after you replayed the game, or uh, or after you played the game? Or did I you actually kind of, kind of saved it. I, I saved it before I um, I watched it. Um, I actually wanted my wife to watch the show with me, get into it. So I told her, like, I'm not gonna watch the show until I beat the game. Once I beat the game, then we can watch the show. And, and that's what I did. So I completed the game, ended up playing. I'm playing. Um, I mean, playing the show, watched it, loved it, fell in love with it. I'm just like, wow, you guys hit me with all these uh, roller coaster, emotional roller coaster that I had throughout the show. So, so one thing I don't think the show adequately captured was the number of times Joel died. Uh, I, right, <laughs> probably around 100, 120 for me. Uh, how many how many deaths did they fail to capture in your rendition of the show basically oh goodness man <laughs> many times <laughs> I, I gotta say the one disappointment we had uh yeah i, I mentioned i'm down in the, the greater pittsburgh area the game the game very clearly that uh it was the second episode i think it is or whatever was the show and the game takes place in Pittsburgh. Like, oh, they they made it Kansas City because they they can make that one a lot more generic looking up in Canada. They could Kansas City's bland enough. They could just sub some Canadian town in for it. But that was disappointing. We didn't get to see the Yinzers uh, rise up in a, a tribal war. Oh well, maybe next time. I I want to say the the Super Mario movie captured Mario losing over and over and over again on his level. Just want to put that out there. We know. Last of Us won the uh, best adaptation. Uh, Mario died in our movie. Are you taking? Over are you taking a, shots? Over. I'm. Just, I'm just saying. My my movie captured it great. It just kept getting knocked by different things and starting over. Saturn. I'm. Just, I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm we're, we're just gonna. We're gonna leave this behind now. We're gonna move on to your second game. On that note, uh, I'm just. I'm not gonna acknowledge that we had a, a masterpiece of a TV series that came to us at the beginning of the year, and and Ray's great, not great happy show. with that. Great show. Second all-time greatest animated movie. Just that's all, that's all I'm saying. Second all-time greatest. This isn't a discussion. Only behind Frozen. Behind, behind Frozen. Oh, that's you, it. No, you see, you're saying don't say a, don't say greatest. To a Disney powerhouse. Well, no, no, don't say greatest when you're talking about box office. Just box office and greatest don't always go hand in hand. If you'd yeah, like, we can have close. a separate half-hour discussion about this after the fact. They're close. As we're coming out of a weekend where we're which presumably a masterpiece I'm waiting to see did take number one in the box office with twelve million, right? But that's another issue for another day. Uh, Saturn, let's get there. You go. We, there we go. We talked about movies. We get this now. back on troll. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're we're not we're not straying far though, because we're gonna talk about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which is uh parallel to a uh small indie movie universe. Uh, you've been sharing your progress on this one, though, Saturn. You've been making your way through this game. Current again, as everyone will kind of figure out, we try and leave these mostly timeless. But you're gonna you're gonna pin this one at the beginning of December. But you've been you've been playing this one through actively right now. Is that correct? Yeah, like uh, 
I mentioned, I think on some of my posts, I'm like, I, I got to start finishing some of my backlog before I buy any new games. <laughs> I, think a lot, I, I think a lot of us have to. <laughs> Um, whoa, 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 whoa! Easy on the us. Those, Easy on the us, there, those, Chief. Don't let those negative thoughts get in your head. You, you can buy the games whatever you want. I'm gonna keep buying them for you. Know, I'll buy one. I'll buy another one for you today. I appreciate that. I'll buy um, game. I want Ragnarok. I haven't played that one yet. <laughs> I'm sure that that's gonna hit PS Plus. I'm, I'm sure with the DLC, they're gonna have that at PS Plus oh, yeah. too soon too. Yeah, but um. Yeah, Je- no, Jedi Falling Order, it, it, it took me, I guess, four years. But since it released, it took me four years to beat it. Um, I decided to play some of my bag logging, um, and I bought Survivor recently. I'm like, all right, I got to play Star Wars Jedi Falling Order to see, you know, get into it and um, get back on track. It, it's it's funny when you haven't played a game in, like, for a long time and you go try to play it again you're like um what was i doing here i, I don't remember well, especially yeah, this game, like a, you have to worry about the controls and force powers and extra buttons i was wondering them. like did you did you have to go back or start over or something or you you just kind of dove right in and muscled through it uh somewhat more like um trial and error that's what i kept doing i didn't want to start over and do the tour or anything like that. I just say, you know what? Let me just see see if I can find anything and try to press the buttons and see what works. And then eventually, I got back back into it, and uh, I finally got to complete it. Now I just about few trophies left um, to platinum on the PS uh, PS Five. So I'm excited about that because it's actually my first game that I'm actually going to do that for. Um, I'm not much of a completionist, per se. I know some people are, some people aren't. Um, I just, I go for the stories, you know. Just go for the ride, and once I beat it, I go to the next game. See, this was a game that I thought was painful for the collectathon. I'm impressed you're you're going for it, because that's where I think a couple of the trophies get tied up, is trying to go collect the 852nd lightsaber hilt and the, the 422nd poncho. No, those those are that was easy. Um, honestly, the Harry Potter Legacy was the one that's hard. I can't do that one. I gave up on that one. I'm trying to get all the trophies. I wanted to try on that one, but I'm like, oh, that's so many. Yeah, forget it. Too much for me. <laughs> I'm just waiting. But, um, I'm just watching Ray. Ray. Ray's putting the wand back down. It's okay. I thought he was gonna start casting some curses here. We're good. You keep going. You're good. I mean, no. I, I Legacy was great. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying the trying to complete trophies for it it was just like ah no i can't do that that's too much there was some some that i I couldn't do it i I think they're making it a little easier on some of these platinums now that you don't have to play through like i feel like they're settling down some of these games you had to play through like three times to get to the hardest mode and beat a new game plus and do take two separate paths in a story that you had to take a different action two-thirds of the way through the game i think they're they're bringing it down a little bit more reasonable, a little bit more manageable. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see it's, you know, there's some where it's ridiculous. You press a button 2,500 times like the Mayo game or whatever. The, the My name is Mayo and you get a platinum. I'm, I'm not here for that, but I'm here for achievable platinum trophies. Let's, let's, let's make that happen. Yeah. How was the narrative on this one for you? Because this was a, a very cinematic game in, uh, in its overall narrative. It, it was great. 
I heard rumors, um, and, you know, I try to look it up, but I heard they're going to try to do a live action adaptation of the game. So I'm excited to see where they go with this. Um, but I actually, I love the narrative on it. Um, you know, and I would love to see it on a live adaptation. So uh, looking forward to that if it happens. I mean, the guy, they got, they got Cameron Monaghan right here. They just, they just took a video of him and made the game. I, I have no doubt they're trying to like leave that open out there, but I, I can't trust anything Star Wars is announcing they're releasing until it actually shows up. Cause I think they've, they've scrapped about 75% of the 27 things they've announced over the last three or four years. Or so until I, until I see at least a trailer, I can't believe it's going to exist. Right. I've, I have a question for you. So narratively, what are your thoughts on the continuing failures of Order 66 as there are now about 372 Jedi that have survived <laughs> that have survived <laughs> that that particular uh that particular order through the years? Wow, they change that so many times, like, oh, by the way, one of them survived. I'm like, oh <laughs> okay. <laughs> everybody yeah, gets their everybody know. gets their narrative surviving Jedi. Oh, for sure. Well, they gave up being a Jedi, so it doesn't count. Okay, whatever you say, guys. Honestly, I compare it like, I don't know if anybody um, have watched Dragon Ball Z, but it's like Planet Vegeta. Every saying. Oh, yeah, my God. Thank you. There we go. I'm stepping aside. I'm now going to step aside for Ray. (laughs) Thank you so much for for bringing up what uh, just a great point. Uh, You know, there was four left. Because the planet was blown up. Oh, but by the way, there was so many that were just hanging out somewhere else all this time. Oh yeah, like Vegeta's right. brother. Uh, yeah, thank oh, goodness. I didn't, I didn't know he had a brother. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh yeah, I was in some planet. I'm married. I'm like, oh god. Is <laughs> you know that's absolutely the exact same thing. It's, uh, it's it's a giant universe. We can't cover everything, obviously. For sure. I'm Commander Nikki, and this is your favorite podcast on gaming. <laughs> uh, uh, at least, uh, I hope so. Hello, and welcome to the trailer of Nikki's Gaming Universe, the show where I, Nikki, will talk about all things gaming. Things such as different genres, soundtracks, music, art. Are video games art? Yes, they are. That's not up for debate. I will talk about my favorite games, gaming moments, gaming movies and shows, also different kinds of gaming media in general. From action-adventure games to zen-like casual games. Just everything I want to talk about when it comes to gaming. So get your controllers and keyboards or whatever you want to use to play ready and enjoy the show. All right, all right, all right. Fair enough. No, no more, no more ripping the orders of uh, the failures of Order sixty six. We'll move on to your third game and uh, another psychotic tyrant involved here with the Final Fantasy seven remake. And I, I'm, I'm afraid to ask, uh, as as time seems to have the uh, the potential to hurt me through the course of this uh, through the course of this podcast. But did, did you play the original or is the remake your first foray here? The remake's my first, and it's not, I've played Final Fantasy, you know, the original ones, but I've never played seven, and honestly, a colleague of mine let me borrow his game, and uh, I haven't had the time because of work, of course, but uh, 
I want to give it a shot. Like, I really want to play the original and just hit how, how it is. You know, he talks so great about it. And when I played this remake, um, I, I I enjoyed it. I, I love the story. I, I was like, wow, you know, why haven't I played this game? I asked myself that, like, why haven't I played this game when it first came out? Why it took me so long to even give it a shot? So um, I, I'm, I'm going to give it time to play the original. Um, just... It's been a while to play, you know, old school games. It's it's different when you play a newer generation game to an older one. You're like, oh, God, the, the graphic is so bad, <laughs> you know, because you're so used to the good ones. And, you know, and then when you try to play the polygon graphics, you're like, oh, my eyes hurt. I can't do it. So I'm less concerned about the graphics for you with this one than I am the gameplay because the yeah. original is the, is the my beloved slow turn-based combat filled with menus not that there aren't menus in the remake but it's a much more much more dynamic battle system and that's the part i'm curious that like if, if you do many turn-based rpgs in general or no no um, yeah you're do- that's where you're getting stuck <laughs> yeah yeah no i know and it's this it's disappointing to say that i haven't because I've actually have missed out in so many great games that are turn-based games, you know, and I'm, and it just took me until now to give it a shot. And I'm just like, I should have been playing this a long time ago. I, I would have loved that during my childhood, but I didn't, you know, everybody had different tastes back then and throughout their, their childhood and adolescence. So it's all different now. So you- it's never too late, put it that way. On that note, you you did do the Super Mario RPG remake, right? Recently or no? I started playing it, and I like it. Yeah, because yeah, um, so, you get, you're getting I, that I taste never, of turn base there. Then, yeah, yeah. I actually have the um, Super Famicom version. Oh. I, I don't have I don't have the uh, the Super Nintendo one, but I, I do have the Famicom one. Really? So what? Wait, what are you or emulating it or? Uh, you have a Famicom itself, since you're I distinguishing between them. No, I have a Famicom itself. I bought a bunch of Japanese consoles. Like, I have a, a Japanese GameCube, the Orange Spice, where I can play Japanese games. And the Fam- Super Famicom. I don't have the original Famicom, but I do have the Super Famicom, and I bought a bunch of Japanese games. I want, I'm going to give them a shot. Because, you know, some of the um, older games, especially U.S., release games are kind of expensive now <laughs> so i can't really afford to buy those so i was like you know i'll still settle for the japanese one just i'll try to learn japanese i guess <laughs> wow that is an entirely different project altogether and i say this as someone who i've said before like yeah sold my sold my copy of chrono trigger in my youth and and found one on ebay from the the japanese for they, they're giving them away in japan over there for the uh super famicom but over here it's a couple hundred bucks to try and find the uh, snes cartridge but you get know, like a couple bucks over ship it over from japan and it's nothing over there so yeah that's uh that's interesting yeah so, i actually I, i'm glad you mentioned chrono trigger like that's one game that i've been wanting to play um and i actually bought the ds version so i have the ds version to play it i just have you know, the time of day. If you if you go for the augmented reality approach and you just put your phone up with Google Translate just in front of you with the camera on, it's probably not that painful. 
to do as I'm sitting here thinking about it now. Like, no, you can probably just leave the Google Translate running up on your phone like an augmented reality system. And it'll translate everything on the fly for you. That's not that's not too bad. So remake. So again, another. Uh, yeah, I think you've got three pretty strong games from a story perspective. All uh, all pretty recent in the grand scheme of things. Uh, all, all things being equal, but uh, another another pretty strong story here that you've only gotten uh, you've only gotten a chunk. You got one disc out of what was originally four uh, four discs here out of the remake. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, as far as teasing for you for future stories? You know, I, I'm excited for the the other other games that are coming out. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely going to buy them and play them. And, um, but before I even get to that point, I'm definitely going to play the original and just enjoy the ride. And then I can make my own opinion about it, how they did with the remake. We'll, we will be looking on Channel 3 to follow along and see... As the as the story develops, and I think you'll see some branches from what 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 remake was setting up. But uh, you know, as long as you can get through the structure of seven, uh, I think you're you're in for a good time. Yeah, no, and and again, these three are actually the first few games that I actually finally sat down and completed. It's not like it's not like you're used to when you're you're a teenager or. Yeah, when you really don't have much responsibilities where you can just go home from school and spend so many hours playing video games, you know. Now we're adults and how to make some time. It's not easy. But heaven heaven forbid you have a subscription like the PlayStation Plus or Nintendo also and you get that Netflix paralysis of like, what am I gonna play? And you find out there's a thousand games at your fingertips of what's next, who knows? Oh, uh, that's game pass. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there's no doubt. I'm shocked that I've, I think I've beaten five or six games. I gotta go look at my list. I'm shocked that I've beaten that many games this year. Because these games, you know, they keep getting, I, I played all the big games this year too. So, I mean, they keep getting bigger and bigger. And there's so much to do. And I'm with you. I can't, so I can't, I don't complete like 100% almost any game. Cause I'm like, all right, let me play the story. I'm gonna enjoy the story. Super fun. Might be the greatest game ever. And then I'm like, all right, next game. So I'm like, I'm totally there with you. All right, let's move on. We've got the honorable mentions here. Three more games that just did not make it to the top three. And the first one is Fear. F period, E period, E, A period, R period. So let's start with this. You played this on, on uh, PC, Xbox, or the PS3? Those are the options. I think was Fear PS3. You said, so. yeah, I that um, first one was PS3. Yeah, I, I played Fear when it came out. Um, uh, that, that was one of my favorite horror games be um one of my favorite series um i i follow that one i I, to be honest with you i can't even remember much of the story but i i just know fear is just up there with resident evil and other horror games that i like um i was very disappointed with fear three fear two was great but i was disappointed with fear three um go, go ahead no, I was, uh, that's that's exactly what I was reading when I was when I was kind of looking through this one. That people loved, you know, one was kind of was it the big thing. Two was a great sequel, and then three just didn't hit the same way. No, um, but it, it's one of you know, it's just it's a great game. I mean, I can't I can't remember much of the story to be fair, um, but I just know is this it's a game it's a game that it I hold dear to. Uh, it's a series that I would love to see it in the current gen. You know that that would be great to see. 
you know, um, and maybe follow follow it up with a better story to it. You know, remake the three or do a do a prequel, something. You there, know, there's a, there's a big population that's gonna say nope to updating this one to. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, so, are you a fan like the like horror horror style games in general? Is that something you enjoy playing? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I've played it. I've played them all. I, I've played uh, Death Space. Love Death Space. Um, Fear was one of them, of course. Resident Evil. Um, I played every single one of them up to four. I played five. Hated it. I didn't like it because it became an action all. game. Yeah, it just wasn't my thing. I'm just like, what happened? Um, I never gave six a chance to be to be honest. And seven, it felt like it's going back to its roots. I haven't played eight yet. I, I'm I will someday. But um, one of my favorite from Resident Evil is actually four. Will always be my favorite. It's top top ten. So yeah, I was gonna say, listen, I watched a couple like of the gameplay minutes today. I think I watched five minutes, and I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to sleep tonight. I, I've, I've said it before, and the horror thing is not that is not my thing. But I find it so funny because this game, you know, kind of has that that psycho thriller part to it, and then it jumps to this first person shooter like bullet time action. They, it almost felt like they would they put two games together. It was a uh, Oh, bullet yeah. time, right, bullet time seemed to be popular. I was looking through that mid two thousands. It was, you know, Enter the Matrix probably was kind of what made it popular. Fear, I was watching. Fear had it. Uh, apparently, Tony Hawk Underground Two, for those who remember, had essentially focused meter where you would slow everything down. Do you remember? You remember like kind of getting into that and like using those powers as you were going through the gunfights? I don't remember to be honest, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean. I, I just have to intervene and address the max pain erasure by Ray. That's all. It, it was yeah. on the it, listen. It was on the list of games that I pulled up to. I just pulled three. I put the I put the the original Matrix kind of you know that's what made it popular. The game we're talking about and and Pro Skater because it was not the game I expected to show up for Bullet Time. Yeah, Tony Hawk, man. It's that's a long time. It was a long. It's a long time ago. The mid two thousands were a special time. Alright. Well let's take another one here because I know like for, like it's all about the stories here for you. And the next game on the list, you have Dante's Inferno, which is yeah. here, here's a reference point because Dos Sanders has just been posting about this yeah, on, the know, site, I, on the site recently. I, yeah, I just saw his post and I was just like, Oh, that's so funny. I just mentioned that in one of my honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, no, Dante Inferno was, was great it was a great game, uh, in my honest opinion. Um I was very disappointed and never came out with a sequel. Um, I, I did read up that they had some DLCs I didn't know about, but um, I was a fan of, I'm a fan of God of Wars. I love God of Wars. I played every single one of them, um, except for Ragnarok, of course. Um, and when Dante, when uh, Dante Inferno came out, I gave it a shot. I wanted to try it out, see um what kind of game it was and i saw a lot of similarities with god of war of course and a lot of people say it's like a god of war copy copy game but i thought it was his own story its own game and yeah it may have the same mechanic as god of wars but to me it was just a to- total different game and i enjoyed it and 
very disappointed that it left us with a cliffhanger and there's no sequel. So I, I would have loved to know what, what would have happened in the next game. And unfortunately, we will never know. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, so I like you're right. You're, you're right. That's the um, that's a solid game, right? Because you have the God. Of, it's funny. You have God of War, obviously. Um, starting off with the Greek gods, and that he's you know they gone on to to Norse ones recently, whatnot. But then you have Dante's Inferno, which you know is follows more the path of Christianity and that and all that you know, f- for lack of a better word, lore. And then you also have um, you know, you had the the Four Horsemen series, which got a which got a couple of sequels as well. You know, it just kind of seems for whatever reason that style of storytelling seems to go along with uh. Mm-hmm. Kind of hack and slash and combo games for sure. But it was, I mean, really, I mean, a really good one here. Do you remember, you know, when you're doing the fighting? Was it a? Did you go with the fighting abilities, or did you, you know, focus on the cross upgrades? How how'd you kind of go about it? If I remember correctly, I think I wanted to upgrade everything that the character have. Um, I mean, those two, the first two games on the honorable mention are games that I played when I was. Um, adolescent, so I have a hard time remembering the games, um, how it was, but I believe if anything similar like God of Wars, I just wanted to upgrade my weapons, upgrade the character, see how far, how strong I can make it, um, and see how much things I can unlock, and I enjoyed it. You remember um, any any strategy or rationales as to uh, which souls you saved in the uh... Which ones you condemned to hell? <laughs> I don't remember, <laughs> but I'm sure I didn't save many. <laughs> I, I I only bring this up because I I've I've talked about this on on other episodes of my of my like irrational of my irrational feelings that like these fake characters are real. And yeah. so I I can tell you right now I don't think I condemned a single soul. Like they're you know they give you the little they give you the story I mean they give you all the ones and you know Mary Magdalene shows up and and Judas is there and all these souls and you can forgive them and every single one I'm like I oh, know I can't I I I can't be the one to to kind of end it to end it for them I I I gotta save every single soul my, my cross was upgraded man there are some 20th century dictators really looking forward to having Ray judging them. I was telling you, I can't. In a video game, I was like, "No, I can't." No, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. I'll, I'll think about that all night. Oh goodness, you, you don't want to know what I do with Fable Three. <laughs> <laughs> I made some bad choices, and my population was decreasing. <laughs> oh man, any of uh, you remember, you know, playing through this more than once? Because you would keep your upgrades, and then you kind of have to play it again to kind of, you know, get get stronger. This was a before they called it New Game Plus, it was play expert mode essentially. Before they no, started doing that, if anything, like I am now, I think I just move on to the next game. Uh, I don't think I ever um, try to replay some of the old games. But I did buy it. I rebought it not too long ago, and I have a PS3. So at some point, I'll replay it again. Give it, it a is- shot. It is one of the few game, like kind of old game. I don't have a lot of old games at all. They've just kind of, you know, they've gone away over time. It's one of the few ones I still have. I've got a 360 that I can still play it on from time to time. Ray, Ray's out here. We, we're just uh, not Ray's. Saturn's out here with the pulling the uh, the Bill Belichick on to the next week. Just on on to the next <laughs> game when he's done. That's it. On to the next game. <laughs> yeah. And on we go then to uh, Godzilla. 
on the PS4. 2015, Bandai Namco uh, started overseas on the PS3, came over to the West on both the 3 and the 4. Uh, we're in a strong time for Godzilla. I'm, I'm, I'm almost... I didn't get to drop anything on Final Fantasy VII. We we get a multimedia drop here because Godzilla's having a Godzilla's having a year here between uh, Monarch Legacy, Godzilla minus one these last couple of weeks, and Godzilla X Kong or whatever they're calling uh, the the one coming next year. Toho and uh, Toho and Godzilla are out here. Yeah. So this game, um, I remember when uh, Godzilla twenty fourteen came out, and then this game came out. Um, I I pay no mind to it, and <laughs> to be honest, but uh, um, when my son got a little older, he was very into dinosaurs, and to me, the only way I can actually convince him to uh, play video games with me is try to get something similar to dinosaurs. So I tried Jurassic World Evolution. Um, not a very great game for a small child, so I'm like, all right, let me try something else uh and i ended up getting godzilla a couple years later after its release and um gave, gave it a world he loves it the way the, the godzilla the kaiju is just destroying buildings i'm like i don't know if this is appropriate but eh, at least he's playing video games with me so uh, my son loves godzilla and um he and i actually have been playing this game time to time trying to unlock every single kaiju um in the game i know this game didn't get very well reception um very it's been criticized many times the, the, the type of gameplay it is um but honestly it's a fun game i enjoy it there's not much of a story of course but just be able to unlock these different uh characters and different um i can't remember what it's called it, it's it's different unlockable achievements that they have from different movies from different times from like 1954 or 1970 godzilla movie so just unlocking these with my son it's just it's a lot of fun so i i honestly would have loved to see a newer version of Godzilla, a newer game, um, especially with the upcoming movies that are coming out. Um, you know, each movie that we watch, and I watch it with my son. I'm actually watching Monarch Legacy with him. Um, a few episodes, we are we're in it. Um, we're we enjoying it, and I will have you know, like I said, I would love to see a new Godzilla game. Um, I don't think Godzilla gets a lot of um, recognition as much, in my opinion. Not a lot of people talk about it, um, but it would it would be great, you know, to see it in the current gen or future generation consoles or PC. See where it goes. Yeah, the the good thing is you get you got Godzilla coming from two different Toho's behind it all, but you got the uh, the uh, deal in the U.S. and you got the deal. They're, they, they're allowed to make them again. They take eight years off after the uh, twenty fourteen, but they're back making their own now. So. Hopefully a video game will be in the works then since you're getting kind of this uh, multi-monster fronted uh, piece here. And there, I mean, I remember I, I, I had to look up what the Godzilla game I remember from the Nintendo was. There was a Godzilla Monster of Monsters game I remember from the Nintendo. Of course, Rampage also has been been there, but Godzilla has steadily been there through the years. So they got to do something here for the uh, current gen stuff now. 
Hey, Toho had Godzilla destroy all monsters. Another uh, poorly received game. Those, those people don't know what they're talking about. That is a quality 3D fighter game. And they brought another one out. I'd be all in on it. Let me t- not not every like, game. Oh. Yeah, not every game has oh, to be oh. like Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok or Baldur's Gate three. We can we can just have oh. some dumb fun smashing buildings action. All right, give, give me some three. Give me a three D fighter. I love I love destroy all monsters. I played that thing on the GameCube. Oh man, what a that was just a good time playing that one for sure. All right, so now we look to the future. One game you are looking forward to. And it is one that the name has been officially changed. Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaiji 4, which is officially Dragon Ball Z Sparking Zero. It's going to be out on Unreal 5 Engine. Looks amazing. We just had a trailer for it on the Game Awards. So tell me, obviously you, you brought up Dragon Ball Z, so I, I have to assume you're a fan. Uh, have you yeah. played? <laughs> have you played any other Dragon Ball Z fighter games? Um. Yeah, I have Fighter Z, um, and that's the only one um, that I actually have put a lot of time in playing. Um, I don't remember much if I had any of the older games, um, but when I saw the trailer for the new one, um, I was excited. They almost look similar like Fighter Z because I actually love the gameplay, the game style, the graphics of Fighter Z. It's just I don't know. I, I just that style of gameplay reminds me of the older games that we used to play for fighting games, like the Street Fighter versus um, was it Marvel versus Com- Capcom? Marvel's Capcom, yeah, it's very close yeah. to that. Yeah, so I saw some similarities to that. So it's just like I liked it. So and then when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, it's almost sort of like it, a little bit current. I'm excited for the new game. Yeah, I will. And, I will tell you, it's a it's a bit of a different style than Tenkaichi. Uh, definitely, the fighter Fighter Z is definitely a faster game. Kind of putting the combos in together, but man, I'm I'm with. I'm super excited for this game. Yeah, and I show my uh, four year old the trailer. He's excited, like, "Oh, Dad, um, we're gonna get to. I'm gonna play your childhood game." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> we're excited for that." Oh man, that's awesome! It, it is like it's just going to be a super colorful game too. So I mean, you know, li- little kids are just going to just love watching for that. They don't even, they don't even need to know a thing only about it. It's just going to be bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. What's going to be your go-to character? The character that you hope to play as? Probably Broly. Okay. Yeah, the current version Broly, not the older one. Not the old, not the older, the the Ooh. one that could, could save. <laughs> More than one word, essentially. For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, no doubt I about the, it. I like the newer one. It's just different. It was a. It was. It was a good. It, it was a good revamp of that character for sure. Yeah. No. I, and I was very excited that they finally made him canon. So. Yeah. yeah that's. That was exciting. I, yeah, I think Dragon Ball Universe has taken a, a few notes from some of the, kind of like the newer animes. And they basically said, "Hey, you're you're allowed to use movie characters as part of your, you know, as your main world. You don't, they don't have to be these random stories that you're never going to talk about again." For sure. Uh, with Fighter Z, I think my go-to at the time was Goku Black. So I'm wondering if if they're going to bring any other characters from Fighter Z to the new game. Uh, I'd hope so. I think I'm out. I think it's going to be. I think they're going to. It's going to be like a humongous roster. No, number number three was as well. Like they they have, 
I think they're going to make this roster huge. I hope so. Playable Characters Podcast. Funny interviews with real video game characters. Hi, I'm Calvin Cato. And I'm Brian McGinnis. And we interview video game characters on our show. We have comedians and actors come on and pretend they're a video game character for 30 minutes. We talk to them. It's all ad-libbed and improvised and always very funny. Uh, Past guests include Bowser, Ms. Pac-Man, Q-Bert, Princess Peach, and Princess Daisy. You put them in a booth and uh, something short-circuited. And I decided that someone was taking too long in the money booth. (laughs) And I hit her with a baseball bat. <laughs> and oh. thus was born Super Smash TV. Oh. Just like that. I was being raised by a family of, t- of toadstools. Oh. Um, How is that? Is that, that seems like it might be kind of fun. It was, it, was really, it was really fun. Mario should stick to plumbing, okay? Okay, he's a very, from what I hear, a good plumber, a terrible hero. Yes. So, I mean, really bad. And I mean, let's not get started on his whatever he is, uh, you know. Friend, brother, special friend, I don't know, Luigi, <laughs> whatever they're brothers. doing. They're yeah. sure well, they're that's what they're saying. <laughs> that's what they're saying. They're right. saying they're brothers because, you know, in the uh, Italian-American community, <laughs> these people tend to not look yeah. kindly on certain relationships. If you want to know what's going on in your favorite video game character's life, check us out. Playable Characters Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, comes out every Monday. All right, Saturn, on to a quest, a question from the Channel 3 History Books that we pick for you to discuss. We don't give you a heads up on what we're going to pick here. We just pick one from, uh, pick one that looks like it's going to be a little fun for us. Just going to ask you a simple one today. What's your favorite Pokemon of the original 151? <laughs> oh, man. I would probably say Articuno. So why, yeah. so obviously a legendary, but why, why'd you pick that one? This is Ice Moose. He's, he lives in the, in the Arctic place. And I've always said if I want to disappear, I'm going to move to Alaska. <laughs> so I might party Kuno over there. Who knows? This, is, this isn't the place to discuss your uh, your life. This, the, your, the, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. I'm going to add some, some sensors in here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can't be giving away your secrets. Need, yeah. not, need to have non-extradition countries at the ready. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, you know, this is funny. It made me think. I have a, there's a retired teacher that will come by to school still from time to time. And she has been talking about um, applying for a post office job in Antarctica. And like, she's like, yeah, I just want to go somewhere where no one's going to find me. She's like, and I, she's like, there was, a, there was a job opening. So I just kind of threw it out there. Oh man! I was like, that would be absolutely hilarious stuff. I've seen yeah, the thing. A, no, thank you. That's a that's a real conversation I've had. It's <laughs> like an older lady. She's like, yeah, I just like that way. No one can call me. I'll just go. Just, I'll just go there and work in the mail office. <laughs> oh man! All right. So the last question we ask everyone that shows up on our podcast: What's been your favorite feature on Channel Three so far? Honestly, the the new feature that um that they released where we can one-up our comments um, through the chat. And I thought that was pretty, pretty neat. The C3 rap is another one that I, I do enjoy. I mean, Channel 3 is just the best platform. Um, I uh, honestly wish that I had signed up a lot sooner when um, Joel started working on it. But I, I'm glad that I started to sign up just recently. I'm glad I'm here. I, mean, I love Channel 3. It's a great platform. Um, I've always been a member of the dad gaming group 
for probably about four years. I have to follow them. You know, I have to follow Joe where he goes. So if he <laughs> creates another one, I'll, I'll follow him again. <laughs> were, were there any surprises on your rap? I know some people are like, wait, how'd this game end up here? Not realizing that they've won up the bunch of, uh, bunch of comments and game posts from people that like put Fortnite surprisingly at the top of their list. Was there any game you're like, wait, what? Wait, how, how this, uh, I didn't realize how much interaction I had with this one. You just said it Fortnite. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit surprised when I saw that. I'm like, I don't play Fortnite as much as everyone else. I'm not saying anything bad about Fortnite, so don't attack me. No, it's, it's, it's just, just those one. You send those one ups out there, and it's, it's giving the Fortnite a little boost. Yeah, it did. Um, it, it's a game that I just couldn't get into it, but I do enjoy seeing everybody posting their clips their photos and their achievements and the tournaments they do so i try to interact and just say you know hey that's awesome you guys can play you guys are just skillful that way i just i didn't understand it when i gave it a shot i gave it a try and i was just confused i'm like what what do i do 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 i build something oh my goodness somebody's shooting me uh do i run (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but um yeah, that that was a big surprise to me when I saw it. Yeah, I gotta say I haven't even I, I I've already forgotten that Fortnite has a has a battle mode because I'm I'm literally just been playing racing and and the music and rock band. That's I I, I forgot well, that they're shooting in this game. I, I, I don't know how there's not an army of attorneys heading to Fortnite this weekend between them just copying the harmonics set up oh, for they, the because they they own them. I I I, I oh, looked really? it up. They oh yeah no the, it's this is it's Rock Band they 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 own it. Do, do they, they own is, Mojang or whatever the Minecraft off. company is too? Because my god the the that one, no. <laughs> that one ooh, no. I I don't know how Minecraft doesn't have an army of attorneys swooping into uh, into Epic's offices right now. It's the absolute same thing. Yeah, that one for sure. But no, they own like this is Rock Band. That you yeah, you can just... plug, you can plug into old the old guitars. They work. I've watched people play with them. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, you can. No. I'm I'm literally thinking, looking up. If I get a gift card as a Christmas gift, I might just go to Walmart and buy and, and buy a guitar. It's like eighty bucks. It's not. Some, it's not something's the awakened in, in me. Dan, I'm telling you. No, I've been playing, Dan. I've been playing. I'm on a keyboard. I can do it on the keyboard. They have a four button setup and a five button setup. Uh, basically, that's the difference between hard and expert. Um, but if I had a guitar, I'd, f- I'd feel so much better about it again. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they, and I think they have plans. I don't know that the drum won't work yet, but I think they have plans to kind of make you be able to have you link in all your old equipment. I got two guitars right over here ready to go. That's all I'm saying. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's some crazy stuff. All that to say, we have made it to the end of another What Are You Three podcast. Santa Rogue, thank you for being with us. You can find the podcast at c3.gg slash podcast, dropping every Wednesday morning at 3.33 a.m. Eastern on all the major platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Ray. Dan Tucker puts this all together. And for our executive producer, Joel Willis, have a good day, everybody. (laughs) 